Bonds have been around for centuries and are one of the most straightforward investments that a person can make. Our interest rates are just starting to rise, and so bonds may soon become an attractive investment again for millions of Americans. We learn the crucial fact about how bonds that have long durations are risky and therefore have a lot of volatility in their price, which means that they are risky, even when looked at the other way, when held to maturity, they may be essentially risk-free. And by risk-free, we mean that the government, with floating currency, can always pay off its debts by simply printing money. We talked about other kinds of risk, such as the risk of default, and looked at some examples of the probabilities of default and the use of bond ratings. I hope that we clearly made the point that when we buy bonds to hold them to maturity, our risk goes down over time. The price of the bonds we have in our portfolio will become less and less volatile and so we shouldn't really be looking at their price anyway because we aren't planning to sell. We also had a look at government savings bond, both EE and I-series. Savings bonds are the one vehicle we mentioned that can be purchased in amounts as small as $25. We then had a look under the hood of a typical corporate bond and discussed how these can be callable or non-callable, how they can have fixed or stepped coupon, and the mechanisms through which they are bought and sold. Corporate interest is taxed as ordinary income, and that puts them at a disadvantage compared to federally tax-exempt bonds, such as municipal bonds, or corporate dividends from ordinary stock. We had a look at bond data in FINRA, and the bond trade data from Trace using the FINRA website. We then had a look into the vast array of municipal bonds which have the big advantage of corporate bonds and treasuries of being currently federally tax-free. We've reviewed using the trade data from EMMA over on the MSRB website to help understand the trading price of municipal bonds on the secondary market. Then we talked a bit more about treasuries and their cousins, agency bonds, and then the infamous mortgage-backed securities, which were the key parts of the financial crisis of 2008. We also touched on cash-like instruments, such as certificates of deposits, CDs, and stable value funds for retirement accounts only. Finally, we reviewed the point that when you are making investment decisions, you should look at all your assets and your debts and not simply treat each portfolio on its own.